0: Hello, and welcome to Walk It Off, a podcast that will help you walk off the tough days in life, tackling the topics of love, marriage, parenting, personal development, and probably some completely random topics, since that's who we are. Hey guys, just wanted to interrupt our regularly scheduled program to do a quick plug for Anchor by Spotify. If you're thinking about starting a new podcast, which you should, the Anchor app makes it super easy. We love it because you can record right into the app from your phone or computer. You can edit, add music, and publish right from your phone if you want. They even distribute it for you to platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google, CastBox, and several others. Check it out and let us know if you do. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey everybody, we're here uh, on Walk It Off, episode 3. Uh, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. We appreciate the feedback we've gotten. Um, I'm here with Candy. Hello. And we are going to talk about resilience today. But what is resilience?
1: Well, according to Merriam-Webster, uh, resilience is the capability of a strained body to recover its size and shape. After deformation caused especially by compressive stress... An ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. So, to us,
0: it it means different things to to everybody. But for for me, um, being that I have a, a welding background, resilience means like the and the elasticity of of the metal. Um, you know that the I beam in the office building or wherever you go into. Uh, it's built into Walmart. the The way that it can handle the stress and be twisted and stretched and pulled from the wind and you know earthquakes or whatever, um, its ability to go back to that shape is is uh, mm-hmm. how I I think a resilience.
1: Well, it's true. I was watching. Uh, I was home with tummy troubles yesterday, so I was just working and watching. Uh, call the midwives because I'm home health nurse. So it's the same and it's basically work. So research. (laughs) Um, And the, this nurse on there was asking or was telling this pregnant lady that she needed to be resilient. And this was back in set back in the forties, fifties, sixties in there in um, very poor England. And so um, she's like, well, what does, I'm not, I won't, I won't bore you with my, my British accent, but she was like, what does that mean? And she thought about it. The nurse thought about it for a minute and she's like, it's being strong. And that's really the, the gist of it is just being strong. Um, and like I've said before, I'm, I'm in healthcare, I'm a nurse. Um, and so I think that resilience is developed through strength and the ability to bend instead of break. Um, We talk about learning, unlearning, relearning with all of our healthcare stuff because things change all the time, especially now. And we're constantly tried with regulations, uh, patient health problems, pandemics, (laughs) um, all these different things. Our patients have a lot of, we have a lot of poor patients, patients that can't leave their homes. um, And we have to grow and learn with them and help them along through life and do what we can the very best that we can to make things better for them. And in order to do that, we have to be able to be strong and overcome and be that strength for them. Uh, We can't go into someone's home and start saying how what a bummer our lives are. And, you know, it just really sucks. We have to be doing all these regulations and we're, we're there to care for them. And in order to do that, we have to be strong for them. And like I talked about in my Instagram post about resilience, um, in life, we are constantly strained, deformed, stressed and chain and met with change and met with misfortune. So that definition really talks about what it doesn't talk about is what what we can do to change how we can become resilient. So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. We've done a little bit of research about it and so we just wanted to share that with you guys. It's it's really just in physics. Resilience is the ability of an object to absorb energy. <clears throat> so I think about that, think about, you know, these things hitting us constantly. And I don't know, we were, we watched Black Panther recently. That just reminded me of that, yeah. where he, his suit is made, as it, the more he gets hit with these bullets or yeah, whatever. Bullets, whatever,
0: kicks, punches. Uh, it stores that kinetic energy of all that impact hitting him. And then he gets to pow, like, you know, just redistribute that. And, you know, in the the scene, Candy Sakamari jumps off of this car and it smashes it all down. And it's really cool.
1: It's more resilient if it is unchanged or resists negative force um, and returns to its original shape. So Mm -hmm. that's really as we go through life, being able to improve ourselves and return to our original or even better is mm-hmm. with the Black Panther um, analogy, he was better by all those things hitting him. It made him stronger. It made him more resilient and more able to overcome the things that were around him. I I also think about I was talking about this uh, resilience, thinking about the old Timex commercial: it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Mm-hmm. So we just have that ability to overcome those things. Psychologists defined resilience as a process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, threats, significant sources of stress, such as family and relationship problems, serious health problems, workplace, financial stressors. Um, So that's all the things. And it's that adapting well in the face of those things that really makes us resilient.
0: And no matter no matter how hard you're, you're beat up and beat down and just, you got to keep getting back up and, you know, think, think like Rocky, you know, Rocky's very resilient. He keeps getting beat up. He keeps getting knocked down, but he keeps getting back up. He keeps fighting.
1: And uh Dr. Ginsburg, child pediatrician and a uh, human develop expert Um, proposes that there are seven integral and interrelated components that make up being resilient. So we're kind of going to go through those. These are not textbook definitions, but these are kind of what we thought of when we thought of these seven C's he's got here for um, resilience. So the first one is competence. Um, So competence to me is just really knowing, knowing how to do stuff. Um, I used to work for this lady back when I was a kid. She was my English teacher. Shout out to Mrs. Jensen. <laughs> she was the bomb. She taught me so many things. Um, but she, the the best thing that she taught me was being competent because she's like, you're awfully competent. She used to tell me. And like I've never received a better compliment in my life because mm-hmm. it's something that I've carried with me and that – feeling like I can do these things because I am competent it's one of our core values in our company having that ability to be competent and learn and know things
0: um, number two is confidence uh, and that comes from doing stuff um, from overcoming you know hard things um, like we did the the 75 hard program uh, we started it in March um, you know we mentioned it briefly in Uh, the other episodes, but that's, you know, you gain confidence as you do the two workouts. You know, you do this whole 75 hard program
1: and... And correction, episode one, we had mentioned it's a 75 hard challenge. It's not a challenge. We recently... been corrected. We
0: recently (laughs) learned that it is 100% not a challenge. It is a program. And so...
1: Challenge is what you do with the bitches at work. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, you know, and and you get confidence from also just, you know, the more you do any skill, whether that be working out or, you know, if you're a writer, the more books you write, the more confidence you're gonna get, the more patience you see as a nurse or whatever, you're gonna get that confidence built up because you get that kind of click in your brain of, yeah, I, I can do this.
1: The next thing is uh, connection. So being part of family or community, um, having connections with people, not just online. Online is important, and it's become part of our day-to-day lives 100%. But having that actual human connection with people learning from people, being part of their lives. Listening is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Our pastor did a whole sermon and I I think we're going to delve into this here in the next few episodes, but really talking about that connection and how important that is that we're not just talking. I think Mm -hmm. it's huge to you go to have a conversation with somebody and you don't listen. You Mm -hmm. want to tell them exactly everything that you did. And, you know, I'll have conversations, quote unquote, with people where like, so what do you do? Oh, I do this, this and this, blah, 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 blah. But they never one time will say, so what do you do? There's no Mm -hmm. two sided to it. It's only because we're so used to posting. Facebook Mm -hmm. asks, uh, what's on your mind? (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. everybody around you wants to share with You, what's on their mind too. And so having that actual human connection where you have a two-sided, try it. You're talking to somebody, just listen. You don't have to tell them anything. And most of the time what people really want, like I've heard people say that they're scared to talk to people. Well, you don't have to talk to people. I guarantee you, you go and you ask somebody what's on their mind They're going to tell you, you're not going to have to give, I mean, nod, listen, Mm -hmm. actually ask some follow-up questions, maybe. Some, oh
0: yeah, geez, really?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I do it with Ryan all the time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, dear. Okay. Melding, welding, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Um, Metal stuff, things. (laughs) But actually, listen actually connect with what they're saying. And I think if we all can do that, we can make a huge difference in our the needs as humans and meeting those needs of each other. Um, so having that connection is a big part of resilience and that resilience can be cyclical, um, really giving it to other people and helping ourselves get it at the same time.
0: Uh, Our next one is uh, character and doing hard things when no one is watching and your integrity. So, like, do you do your job when your boss isn't around? Or does your, you know, does your boss look out of his or her office and they see you and you have to be just on it and productive all the time? Or if they're on vacation for a week, can you still handle your business appropriately? know uh for me you know i'm out and about uh checking the the buildings that i'm responsible for most of the time by myself so i you know and it's all on me because if things break and i'm not taking care of the you know the equipment in in each building like i'm supposed to then people are calling and making work orders and more or less it's kind of a, a i don't want to say a complaint but then we know, okay, something's wrong. And so you have to be able to do even the littlest of things: pick up trash. You know, the next time you walk in a parking lot and you see a crumpled up piece of paper, pick it up, throw it away. You know, make make the place a little bit nicer than when you got there.
1: Uh, replacing the toilet paper in the bathroom mm-hmm. that takes a big amount of character, and mm-hmm. I don't care. If you don't know how to replace it, you need to learn how to replace it and put it in the right direction. (laughs) Little (laughs) soapbox. You know who you are. (laughs) The the easiest way
0: to remember which direction the toilet paper goes is beards are cool and mullets aren't. It goes off the front.
1: (laughs) Uh, Next one is contribution. So contributing, giving back looking to be part of the solution not the problem i think that's another thing in society right now is everybody wants to like find the problems and post about the problems and in your mind if you if you switch that narrative that can change a lot of the way that you look at life so take take i don't want to say responsibility or ownership but It's your life and you can make those changes. You don't have to be who you were when you, you know, how you were raised. You don't have to be that. You can move forward. Um, There's plenty of people who have lived really horrible lives and have turned them around because they were willing to take that chance, make Mm -hmm. that change. Um, And contributing, giving back to other people is a huge part of that because you can... You can sit at home and feel bad that you don't have friends or you can sit at home and feel bad um, that the world isn't the way you want it to be. Well, all it takes is all of us doing our part in those things. And you go look around and find something wrong in your community and fix that or make Mm -hmm. some steps towards fixing that Um, simple things. You know, contributing to your local soup kitchen, helping with um, your uh, food. I'm trying to say food. Food, dis-
0: food drive or food
1: pantry. Yeah. You don't have a food pantry? Start one. Um, mm-hmm. I read a, a article about this lady that she noticed that there was a need for a food pantry in her town. And so she just started storing up, she was like buying some extra stuff when she went to the store and it went to where and people heard about it so they started donating to her and pretty soon she had her whole house was taken over by all this food for this food pantry in her town and you know she ended up getting sponsors and all these things but make that change. Um this is a a big part of us doing this podcast is we talk about these things and we keep a lot of these things to ourselves. And, you know, we were walking around the block talking about, um, you know, our views of the world. And I had my flash lightning idea, whatever, and thought, you know, maybe we could help somebody with this. I hope mm-hmm. that it enriches your lives. I don't know. We'll just keep doing it till we find otherwise. But... So that contribution, giving back, looking for ways to be part of the solution, not the problem.
0: Next we have coping. Whatever you do to overcome or hide from your problems. And there's bunches of examples of both good ways of coping and bad ways of coping. Uh, For years and years, I had very poor ways of coping, um, did a lot with food, especially when I was younger. Um, and then as I got older, uh, certain stages of life that even went into, uh, drinking at times where, you know, coping with a bad day at work or, you know, whatever it was, and it was just like, well, I'll have, I'll have a beer <clears throat> or maybe I'll have eight beers or maybe, okay, I beers. maybe you know, we'd, it would be, you know, I want beer and pizza. And then I just way overeat on, on pizza and, you know, drink a whole bunch of beer and I feel terrible the next day. And, but there's also some very healthy ways that you can cope with things. You know, you can, you can go for a walk and you can walk it off. You can, you know, just get in that fresh air disengaging from stressful coworker that just wants to argue and, you know, none of your ideas are right or whatever it may be, just, you know, go and walk it off. Or maybe, you know, at, go and, you know, you hit the gym afterwards, or you've got a punching bag in the garage and you go hit that. Uh, maybe journaling is is a way that you cope with stuff. And, you know, you can just, you get it all on the page and, you know, that's just like, you, you're able to dump all that stress in, in that one go. And so, you know, we, we all cope in different ways. Um, for me, a great stress reliever is, is welding. I know it makes me sound even weirder <laughs> than I already do. Uh, but like there's just something about having this open arc and melted metal, and I'm in control of it, and I can do what I want, and I don't even have to be actually making anything. I can just be running a beat and playing with molten metal and thousands of degrees of heat, and if that's... That's how I cope with stuff a lot. Uh, True.
1: You get all itchy if you don't. I do.
0: Keeps me up at night. (laughs) so weird.
1: (laughs) Uh, Next one, final one is control. Um, Control was a little bit harder for me to come up with a good um, definition, but I decided having emotional intelligence and management of one's feelings and emotions. So – knowing who you are, where you're going and having control over that control, self-control, and then focusing on what you can control. um, And that's really honestly just yourself. There's not a whole lot in this world. I mean, we might try to control our children and then they just punch each other. Mm -hmm. That's what my kids were doing this morning. Um, Addie was messing with Mason's hair. Don't know why she feels the need to mess with him. So then he punched her in the belly. And it was a good punch, so I just didn't even argue with him. like, mm-hmm. well, don't mess with your brother. He'll punch you in the belly.
0: Her bubble. So, you know. uh, and uh, Ben Newman talks a lot about controlling the things you can, which if you guys haven't, don't know who Ben Newman is. Uh, he's on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know if he's on Twitter. Uh, he's got a bunch of videos on YouTube. He's a, a performance coach, uh, at the University of Alabama, the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, the I want to say it's South Dakota State Bison, um, and a whole bunch of other teams. You know, he's he's in there as a performance coach helping these kids and and players, athletes. He works with a bunch of professional athletes as well, um, you know, uh, professional MMA guys. Uh, football players to help them get their, their game right. And, you know, he talks about, you know, controlling what you can. And, you know, an an example that, you know, I thought of that really kind of clicks with me is that you can't control the weather. You don't know whether you're going to go outside and it's going to be 75 degrees and a beautiful day, or it's going to be rainy and crappy, but you can control, you know, whether or not you bring an umbrella, if it's wintertime, you can control whether you bring a coat and the appropriate, whatever you need to deal with, whether you can control
1: that. So we talked about some uh, parts of being resilient, um, some, some strategies that we wrote down for becoming more resilient. Um, obviously, healthy habits, getting enough sleep, having a set bedtime. We'll probably have a whole episode on sleep because mm-hmm. um, that's something that we've really worked towards in our lives, really making sure that we're having a good restful sleep so that we can execute our day mm-hmm. um, appropriately and, and well. So getting enough sleep, eating well, um, using your food as, as medicine. And I mean, granted, there's a t- there is a time or two that we don't eat the way we should, um, but we really do try to stick to a at least close to an 80-20 rule where we're we're really doing the best we can most of the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Still enjoying life from time to time and um, taking that uh, time out from, you know, our chicken and veggies to eat other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but really spending that time exercising, obviously, uh, walking it off. That's what mm-hmm. this is about.
0: Which, Which I'll say, you know, the exercise part we keep, you know, make bring up that point and for years i i didn't like exercise and to be honest with you i still don't like working out but i like the feeling of having worked out the the endorphins or whatever brain stuff that happens when you do it (laughs) the the how i feel after i get done i'm sore i'm tired you know we had we had uh, our krav class tonight and it, it was it was a good good class we got really, really sweaty i I'm winded I'm you know and you get tired when you're doing it but when you're done it's just like yeah I did that and that's that's part of that confidence too
1: mm-hmm. so draining your tank
0: mm-hmm. draining
1: your tank teaches you how much you have in it because yep. you, when you're so used to always quitting and that's why I think that it that exercise kind of goes kind of parallel with your the the strip of your life um if you can overcome things because like i like to get up first thing in the morning and work out if if i do that i can it it makes pushes my whole day more confident mm-hmm. and more um, resilient and being able to because i overcame that hard workout I'm like man that was hard Go get in the shower have my coffee go to work execute so um i i do think that's very very important it reduces stress huge stress reducer i've talked about that walking it off bad day good day whatever just having that time you're not thinking about things all you're doing is moving your feet one foot in front of the next and that's mm-hmm. all you do in life um generally Having those close relationships, um, really nurturing the relationships you have, finding individual support, and then, and that's according to Psychology Today, citing that. So, actively living according to one's values, knowing what your values are, following through on them, executing them every day, um, can also be linked to that, linked to that higher resilience. Um, so our action items for today, run the race. Life can get you down, but focus on the things you have control of. Live the life that God gave you and remember to walk off the hard stuff.
0: Thank you for listening to Walk It Off Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share it with your friends. We're open to feedback and you can reach us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com and on Instagram at The Walk It Off Show. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you gotta do to overcome the challenges every day. Have a wonderful week.